Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. Nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything. I'll always be a metalhead. 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 You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. back to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Today we're reviewing the new album Ultra Power from Canadian trad metal crew Striker. I'll say when first hearing this title, my thoughts went immediately to UK power metalers Dragon Force and their recent album Extreme Power Metal. To be very clear, Striker are not interested here in creating the ultimate power metal album, at least not in the vein of classic European power metal. Where does this latest venture into the music of a Striker take us? Well, packed into the 41-minute runtime comes an album that very much reminisces the 80s, albeit with a completely modern and new-age musicianship and production. There's a fine line between simply trying to mimic the 80s metal bands by evoking the synth-filled, pop-inspired choruses of the 80s and writing material that is compelling to listeners from across the decades. Stryker have done both here. Ultra Power is an album that comes straight from the heart of metal fandom. I mean, just look at this thing. Even the front cover depicting a muscle car with fire belching from its shouts, I am a true hard-rocking, mullet-wearing, horns-up metalhead. Ultra Power was conceived to cater to that old-school, arena metal crowd. Guys like me. Well, the version of me from 35 years ago, who couldn't wait to pick up the latest Circus or Hit Parader magazine off the news rack to see what was up with their favorite bands. I was there, so I know what I'm talking about. Taking this album as a whole musically, if this had come out in the 80s, I'd have been over the moon about it. The riffs are plentiful, the vocals high-pitched wailing, the drumming fast and clear, the bass guitar strong and snake-like, and the production puts everything right in the front where it should be. There are no ballads and no filler. Striker doesn't deviate from the retro sensibility with any modern silliness, like operatic vocals, massive orchestrations, or prog stylings. This comes straight from the era of metal's old days, when Maiden and Priest were extreme metal. Ultra Power is loud, proud, and completely fucking hair metal through and through, and the band exploit that nostalgia in every possible way. So how good are the actual songs here? Well, I have to admit they're insanely good. This is actually some of the most dynamic, creative, and completely energetic and exuberant examples of nostalgia metal out there, matching the likes of Guilty Pleasure's Beast in Black or Cobra Spell with complete ease. And every song has a clear identity, even despite the breakneck speed the whole thing gallops along with. Therein lies this album's chief flaw for me. It's simply embarrassing to listen to a lot of the time. The band's biggest strength in many ways is its biggest weakness, because I was there in the 80s, and music then wasn't anywhere close to being as good as it is now. Not even close, despite what the nostalgia suckers might claim. Stryker replicates this bygone era so accurately and with such great chops and execution, one might be fooled into thinking it was. Some of these ultra-power songs are radio-friendly, too. But even then, I must hang my head in shame as I confess I still like them. So where was I? The individual songs? Well, to be honest, and as they would say back in the 80s, they all rule. To give a more detailed breakdown, let me have you close your eyes and picture yourself circa 1985, standing in the hair metal arena as the house lights dim. The pyro goes off and Stryker hits the stage with the blazing straightforward Circle of Evil, which rips forth with killer Motley Crue-esque leads and riffs and outstanding melody. 
Stryker channels Y&T on Best of the Best, an up-tempo hooky-as-hell track which capitalizes on a strong driving riff and furious drumming to create a sense of urgency. Give It All features guest instrumentalist Kenny G. Okay, not really. But really, Stryker? I love wind instruments in my folk metal, but this is a bit much and I have a playlist reputation to uphold. The next track, Blood Magic, is a high-octane blazer with so many different things going on at once that your head will spin. Sucks to Suck is a party rocker with some killer vocal melodies and heavy guitars that sear and chill with a furious intimacy. Ready for Anything has great trilling guitar work and a catchy chorus that rivals anything Rat or Dokken put out back in the day. City Calling is a jaunty power disco anthem with a cool commercial atmosphere that I'm uncomfortable with how much I enjoyed, yet maybe my pick for best song on this thing. Turn the Lights Out and Thunderdome are more full-speed-ahead AOR, with the former giving hints of Riot V, and then as if straight off the Top Gun soundtrack, we get Live to Fight Another Day. The show and album closes out on a high note with the aggressive and hilarious brawl at the pub, leaving the listener at this point exhausted, yet still wanting more. For fans going back to Arm to the Teeth era striker, this album will defy expectations you might have had as a listener. The band moves at a forceful rate throughout Ultra Power, pulsating with energy as a unit and just ripping forth walls of sound and having a damn good time while doing so. Dan Cleary's soaring hard rock vocals are brilliant in every track, and he often dips into his bag of tricks to do something unexpected. The twin acts attack of Tim Brown and John Simon Fallon make no pretenses about showing off their skills, preferring to make the songs a thing and any display of their technique secondary. Stryker exudes innocence here, in the way they seem to want nothing more than to create this music, have fun, and make old-school metal fans happy. Ultra Power is very musically honest in this way, and ridiculously fun and head-bangable. Well, I'm not sure you can see the mosh pit going for some of these, but it's an all-out smashing good time. Overall, I'd say I really enjoyed Ultra Power, but I do say that with a huge damn asterisk and sense of discomfort. For those like me who can be lactose intolerant of 80s metal cheese, this album can be a difficult one to digest. I mean, we've come a long way since the 80s, with so many new metal subgenres and bands doing things that put that bygone era to shame. But I get there are many who will find Ultra Power to be written exactly to their musical tastes, whether they be gray hairs who recall the actual 80s, or younger metal fans who just love the aesthetic. My own suggestion? Sample this album in moderation to see whether it works for you, but proceed carefully if you feel any bloating. Ultra Power is released on February 2nd from Record Breaking Records. You can pre-order the album and support the band via kickstarter.com.